So today at work, I ripped my pants. It was humiliating, awful. Fortunately, we were leaving early for Thanksgiving, but have y'all ever had a costume malfunction like that? Um, yes. Well, so many, mostly breast related. (laughs) (laughs) I just recently, I was on a road trip with Kelly and we we got to a point where we were like maybe an hour out from the hotel and I went, hey, I really need to pee. We need to make that a thing that happens. (laughs) And and then we couldn't find an exit. And then Kelly, once we got to the exit and we got to BJ's, BJ's, she started tickling me. I hardly know her. Uh, and she wasn't even tickling me. She was just threatening to tickle me. But I'm yeah. like incredibly ticklish. Oh, so like that was enough. I and I definitely partner. pissed myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Leandra pissed herself. And it was all because of me. Now, my boyfriend, Brad, on the same trip, split his pants up the middle in the middle of the show. Do you remember that? Oh, Brad. Yes, he showed me. And I was like, hmm, Brad was a good so person sad. would have done that on stage. Nothing like yeah. a little piss I mean, play to get us going. Probably my biggest wardrobe malfunction was the first time I ever tried to play Janet, um, which was my first floor show role. I had practiced at home getting the floor show corset because I'm very, I'm very, very busty. So I was, I had practiced at home trying to get the floor show corset on tightly enough that it would hold me in. And at home it worked, but you do not have a lot of time for that costume change uh, in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So we did not have time to get it tight the way I did at home. I went out there and I was covered with a boa because that's how Janet stands. And I was sitting there thinking, I think the top of the corset flopped down and my boobs are just out, but (laughs) I don't, I'm not sure. And so I got started on my floor show routine. And the first time she spreads her boa open, the crowd went insane. And I was like, okay, so they're definitely out. And I, (laughs) I tried to like, I tried to just like, keep going like the show must go on and at some point like during the kick line Leandra danced over to me and went tap out and danced away. <laughs> so I ran backstage to fix my shit but anyway yeah that was my that was definitely my most memorable of the many wardrobe malfunctions I've had yeah her boobs are hard to contain though so that's just the the most extensive one there are several yeah, times that I go Kelly Kelly it sounds like you're always yeah. ready in case something goes tits up Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. I scream, you scream, we all scream. He's got a knife! Flapjack! Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Fawn. It was a false alarm. I'm not pregnant. Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. I'm queer. Don't get used to it because I'm tired. Leandra. (laughs) Yes, Kelly and Leandra. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so excited to have y'all to be doing this crossover with Slapping and Fawning and Rocky Horror Minute. Um, Why don't y'all kick things off for us by just telling us your name, your pronouns, and a little bit about what y'all do over in Rocky Horror Minute. Well, so I'm Kelly Hansen. My pronouns are she, her. 
And Leandra and I host a podcast called Rocky Horror Minute, which is a minute-by-minute breakdown of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So every episode we cover one minute of the film, and it is just as excruciating a level of detail as you would expect, but it's a lot of fun, and you should come check us out if you like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And as alluded to, my name is Leandra, my pronouns are she, they, and... Yeah, we've been doing Rocky Horror Minute for quite some time because we also took a nice long break yes. right around the halfway mark. But we are back and getting into shenanigans. So true. I love it. I listen to it all the time. And I mean, I, I told y'all when we were talking about this that I listen to it annually whenever we're prepping for our annual Rocky Horror Masquerade Ball here. And... um. I always get a certain reaction from people when I tell them that I'm listening to a minute by minute breakdown podcast of the show. Like how do people usually react when you tell them that this is what you do with your free time? Yeah. They're sad. (laughs) People refuse to comprehend the idea of covering only one minute of the movie per episode, which I think is kind of crazy because there are a lot of these movie by minute podcasts for all kinds of movies, but I think Rocky is one of the ones that you have the most to say for each minute because there's such a rich culture around it. There's mm-hmm. shadow casting things to talk about. There's callbacks to talk about every minute. And like, there are so, so, so many things we can bring in for each minute. Like I don't, some of these movies, I really don't know how people do it, but <laughs> To me, Rocky Horror, it makes sense. We routinely have episodes that are over an hour, which is never our goal. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, same. And in this episode, uh, in honor of y'all, we are going to be doing a minute-by-minute breakdown of this week's episode <laughs> of Dragula. <laughs> it should imagine? only take about 50 minutes. No big deal. Oh my yeah, God. so we'll be here for the next year. <laughs> yeah. so, so many episodes would be de- dedicated just to back and forth arguments in the workroom. I don't know if I can do it. Speaking of Dragula, are y'all enjoying the season? Are y'all watching the season? Thoughts, opinions? I always watch. I love Dragula. It is my favorite of the drag shows out there. For for representation purposes, I think more than than anything, at least at first. I also think that it has a very positive outlook on performance but this specific season i'm really digging because some of my favorite looks haven't been very cookie cutter drag Mm, yeah so this has been very fun this season has been like electric Mm -hmm. i love this show i'm a diehard fan leandra got me into it years ago I have, I feel like generally there's been an upward trajectory. There is like, there's one little bit of backsliding that started in this episode that we can talk about later for Mm. me. But in general, I, I love Dragula. I like, I don't want to just always be comparing it to like Drag Race, but when I tell people about it, Drag Race is their jumping off point. And what I always say is that it has a really different philosophy. It is a lot more focused on drag as like a subjective art form, which I love. It is a lot more inclusive, like Leandra said. And But I also, something I think people don't talk about as much, I love how artfully it's shot. 
especially mm. the floor shows. Yeah. It is so artistic. And it, that makes it such a pleasure to watch the floor shows. Like it really, it it is so beautiful. Uh, and I do, I, I do think you see a higher level of creativity because there's a higher, there's more room for creativity, I think, than there would be on other, in other drag competitions. They really, they want you to show something like insane and right. there really are no limits besides, I guess, <laughs> besides, I guess what they're allowed to show, but yeah. Yeah. And I've noticed the boulets seem to be a lot more invested personally than some other shows. Mm-hmm. The yes. boulets are like in the trenches with them and they're like making sure this is like their vision and they're taking care of it. And it's not just like, let's just run it through the mill and get this show out. It's like, it's a passion project for them. Yeah. Yes. I mean, can you imagine RuPaul on a tour bus with all these other queens? <laughs> oh my God. No way in hell. She She's going to be flying to each gig, private, of yeah. course, stopping at her fracking farm on the way there. <laughs> Pausing to uh, <laughs> to watch somebody drown and uh, say a prayer for them that not right. help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why don't we jump into this week's episode of Dragula? But before we do, we do uh, always start every episode by reading a five-star review if we have a new one. So if it's your first time joining us, listening to the podcast, head on over to our Facebook page at Flapping and Fawning or Apple Podcast to write a five-star review so that we can read your words from our mouth holes to your ear holes. Yeah, we planned that. that really <laughs> um, and also, uh, we don't have a new one right now, so head on over so we can do that for our next episode. But we also have a few upcoming show announcements we want to make sure that we plug. Coming up first on Saturday, December 2nd at 1230 p.m., we have an all-ages drag show at Birmingham Festival Theater. Those tickets are on sale now, and you can find them at the link in the description of this episode. And on the second Wednesday of every month at 730 p.m., we have Drag Bingo at Highwire Brewing. Oh, 69. Yeah. So fun. The last one was on my birthday. Oh my God. I, I lived and I keep watching the video of me performing because I'm a little self-absorbed and it's free to play. So like come out, have a drink with us. They have non-alcoholic options for people that are sober and it's free to play bingo. Also in January, on January 14th, we will be having the Miss Magic City Comedy Queen pageant prelim over at Birmingham Festival Theater. I am so excited to share that we have had seven people register for that pageant, which is crazy because we have now had to put a cap on it we are only taking one more contestant so if you are listening and want to register head on over to the contestant packet that uh, you can find again at the link in the description of this episode so that you can get signed up for uh, to potentially be the inaugural miss magic city comedy queen Uh, you can also head over to the link in the description of this episode to buy tickets and also while you're down there buying tickets you can find our merch link in the description of every single episode Kelly and Leandra, do y'all have any plugs for upcoming Rocky Horror shows? We are uh, we are leaders of the DC cast, the Sarp Transducers. So we've got a Trans. show. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Trans right. Matter of fact, yes. <laughs> Just stopping me in my tracks to go, yes. Uh, so uh, yes. you can, uh, if you're in DC and you want to check us out, we are there every second weekend of the month, and we can be found at dcrockyhorror.com or on Facebook and Instagram at dcrockyhorror. All right! <laughs> All right, now let's get into some Dragula. <laughs> How are we doing with this fantasy fag roster at the top of the episode, Fawn? At the top of the episode, we are looking 
fantastic. I well, have you're looking fantastic. I'm not fantastic. <laughs> Um, so starting off the episode, as a reminder, I have Jarvis, Blackberry, Anaphylactic, the Rob Zombie with one win, and Orc Gothic on my side of the roster. And I have four ghouls remaining with Fantasia Royale Gaga, JK with one win, Neo Huru X with one win, and Cynthia Dahl. And unfortunately, two of mine have gone on to pasture as Onyx on Dicks and Satana have bit or kicked the bucket, not bit the bucket. That's a different thing. Bit the dust. Yeah. Bit the bullet? Yeah, bit the bullet. Bit the dust. Bit the dust? Oh, bit the, the dust. bucket? I don't know. Bit the dust, I feel like, fits well for Monsters of Rock. Bought the farm. Bought the farm. Not bit the pillow. That's they, a thing that <laughs> other people do. <laughs> they fractured Shipped themselves. them off to the glue factory. One of those things. <laughs> and... As a reminder for our roster, Fawn and I, at the very beginning of the season, set a bet. So whoever has the winner on their roster gets has to not do the thing that the loser has to do, which is where the loser has to do the worst extermination of the season. <laughs> and yeah. I'm sitting pretty pretty right now. Oh, yeah, but we'll see how it is at the end of this episode. We- What's the reigning extermination still? Is it still the bungee jumps? For Flap, it's the bungee jumps. Yes. For oh. me, it's the worms. I can I'm, see that. <laughs> if if you guys do end up including the hike, I know there was some debate, then I would agree with the bungee jumps. Uh, mm. Just bungee jumping, I, I would do. Oh, yeah? You th- I don't know. Th- I just have to trust people to do it drag, right. You know, to like hook me up to stuff. Yeah, but they're professionals. Yeah. Okay. I mean, professionals We're- die all the time, Fawn. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'd rather like do that. And do the hike, then have to deal with the like worm maggot things in my mouth, especially since yeah. they were like biting the inside of the mouth. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, that's what that's what I said. Because first of all, they said maggots. I'm almost certain those were mealworms. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which people eat, but they. I did say when we were watching it, uh, I said to my partner, "I those would be biting you, and that sucks." Now the yeah. rats, I was like, now. It, if they like collected the rats <laughs> from like a sewer or something and they were like wild rats, Rabbit. that would be really scary. But if they're like obviously trained fluffy little TV rats, I was like, that you may as well like cover me in like little kittens, you know? Right. <laughs> like, they're yeah. just gonna snuggle down, which is what they did. I would have been totally fine with the rats. The only thing yeah. is like they're gonna shit, Same. but I'm also like they're little pellets. It's fine. Yeah, I've yeah been their shit, shit on before. is not that big of a deal. The, the shit of the mealworms, which was also definitely happening in those people's mouths, would be worse. Right. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've had much well, worse in luck. my mouth. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, um, may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> do, 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 do. So at the top of this episode, we see the Boulets slowly walking towards the camera, specifically Drac with their very well-manicured hand outreached for an extreme extraordinarily uncomfortable long amount of time <laughs> i i don't know did, y- did y'all feel like okay girl get on with it <laughs> in this moment or was that just me it felt very dramatic this felt very plan nine from outer space <laughs> like just a lot of i don't know yeah <laughs> oh i mean i kind of lived for it especially like seeing like swan's head and hand behind drac like just slowly further behind just barely in the frame it was a little eerie, but also really camp. It was camp. Absolutely. I did I did love the campiness. You are uh, that is fair. It wasn't played seriously, <laughs> so clearly they knew this was a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Now they eventually turn a corner in the hallway and they enter this catacomb style room where they remind us about what happened in the last episode, even though we just got a reminder about what happened in the last episode. What are we thinking of these recaps? I kind of live for the Boulets like narrating them like in person because it's always like their voice that does the little like previously on Dragula. But now they're like telling it to us. I don't know. It feels a lot more personal this season. As somebody who skips the recaps (laughs) when it's just stuff that I've already seen, I like it. (laughs) Nice. This was made for you for sure. Yes. I, I do want to know where they're filming all of these like intros and like stuff like that. The like pre scenes and the death scenes. I like mm-hmm. think it might be at Not Scary Farms. What is that? It's Not Scary Farms, but during Halloween. Not Scary Farms. Oh. It's in uh, California. Oh. Not Scary Farms is an amusement park. Those LA whores get everything. Well, you know that I. This is really off topic. I was, if y'all have seen the Boulay brother um, TikTok where Drac is driving with the lenses in, that was like, that happened at Not Scary Farms and they're in that outfit, I think. So I think that might've happened while they were filming all of these like entrance scenes and all that stuff. Fawn, you're so good at podcasting. I? I know that was you... such a good investigative reporter moment. Yeah, wow. Uh, we're, uh, Alexa's you really usually are the Leandra. <laughs> <laughs> well, we then move on to the lab where folks uh, are talking. They seem to think that Satana is the one who is not going to be returning. Um, but before that, anyone comes in, Fantasia talks about her background a little bit and kind of hints that we're going to get a little bit more information about her story later on in the episode um, because she was so frustrated to hear Satana express that she was uh, basically giving up in the last episode. Um, they also ask, who do you not want to have come back? And JK talks about Orcotic spilling the drink or not spilling, but like throwing the drink on them. Yeah. Um, have y'all ever had that happen to you? Do you think you would have reacted as calmly as JK? That has absolutely happened to me on a couple of occasions and I've hated it every time. <laughs> I, uh, to me, it was like not that much of a, I, I couldn't see, but it didn't seem like very much. Mm. But then again, it depends what I was wearing. Like if I was wearing really nice drag that was like hard to clean then i would be upset but if i was wearing jk's drag i wouldn't care (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know kelly i was like yeah i mean they can just go to the back and get some more recycling to replace whatever i know i'm sure there's there's cardboard cardboard elsewhere (laughs) yeah (laughs) i've like never had a drink thrown on me and part of me thinks that I would like instantly like start a fight. However, I'm also very not confrontational. So like the the person in me that thinks I'm a bad bitch is like I'd start throwing hands immediately. But in reality, I'd probably like you'd go smoke a cigarette. Yeah, fully, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then just bitch about it later. Yeah, it would fully depend what I was wearing because if it was if it was anything that a drink wouldn't damage. I would just be like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. The, the times that it's happened to me, 
it was in like high school and I was getting bullied. So I was incredibly, I was such a bad bitch. I immediately <laughs> burst into tears and went just into the bathroom. I was like, I can't believe this happened to me. Oh. Um, was like so, the, you know, it was very, very brave of me. It was like the milkshake song Glee. Yes. Oh my God. Or the slushies. The slushies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes. or whatever it was. I only watched Glee up through the Rocky Horror episode and <laughs> I was way too old for it by the time I was watching it. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that that would genuinely be awful. But. Yeah, I do but this throw was like, drinks at Kelly all the time backstage at Rocky. That is true, but it's like always water. So yeah, and it's always directly on the tits, and she goes, "Oh no, my tits are wet." Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I, it sounds like Kelly would say what Orgotic did when they walked back in and was confronted by Jay, and that you're always telling me and always making me wet. <laughs> well yeah exactly like i don't know it looked like like two ice cubes and like a <laughs> drop of drink yeah right mm-hmm. any amount is too much in my opinion i'm with you like no I, it's I would the be intent hands. for me like it's you're That's intentionally true. doing this like as like yeah negative. to get at me yeah that is true yeah well, of course, the person, the first person who walks in is who J.K. says they don't want to see walk in, and that's Orgotic. And we get this lovely romantic '80s montage with Neohuru X and Orgotic, and it is quickly cut short by them saying that we're not going to have a romantic storyline this season. I was a little mad about this. I don't know, but Ork looked hot, and that's all I care about. I know. Oh my god, mm-hmm. he's got a little Hi. chest hair, just something I can grab onto. Oh, <laughs> I, I have loved. Org for this entire season. I was talking a little bit before we started recording uh, about how this episode has started to plant some seeds of doubt for me. And mm. I'm not sure how I feel about him anymore. What? Yeah. Are we are we That's there? That's crazy. I thought I don't want to jump ahead, but I, I thought this was Orc's like best per- look this season. Yeah, I don't know. I have uh, so I've kind of if you've been listening, I've kind of been an orc hater yeah. for the last yeah. forever. But um, I don't know. Even though she'll try to be like, but I like orc. I love orc. But <laughs> now she's admitting she's an orc hater. Everyone. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, use this as the as the TikTok clip. <laughs> whatever. Um, Anna walks back in the room and talks about the rat room, which we already talked about. I mean, it's basically like being covered in cats and shit, you know, just a Tuesday night. Boots and cats. Oops, all cats. Um, (laughs) It's the most I'd ever have been in pussy. I'll tell you that much. My mom would be so proud. Uh, Fantasia and Jarvis also talk about getting critiqued and Jarvis has the revelation that he needs to be a bad boy. So we'll see if we get that in this episode. Tell us about that video message, Fawn. So then we are transported to the boules pop up on the screen. I don't know what words are, apparently. The draft through. But the boules pop up on the screen with their video message. And we notice, before we even get to like what the challenge is, the boules are starting to have even more blood on them. Yes. I called it last week. I called it they last week. had the little drop last week, but now. Now it's like <laughs> all over the beautiful nightgown. I'm so... I hope they use... I hope they made their own fake blood for this and it's the kind with laundry detergent in it so it'll wash out of that nightgown because I really hope that oh, it hope doesn't so. ruin it. I hope it's real blood. It should be stained. I mean, I think that would be so fashion forward to it's, have a garment stained with real blood. It's just literally Satana's and yeah. Onyx's blood. Oops, she died. <laughs> 
I was in a very, very incredibly low budget and bad zombie film, and <laughs> they did a bunch of orthotics on me. Um, not orthotics. Prosthetics, prosthetics. on me. <laughs> That's a slightly different thing. Um, and they covered me in a mix of Dawn dish soap and food coloring and a little bit of cocoa so that it had the kind of darkness and just left me out in a field to fry, essentially. So for a long time after that, I had a kind of stripey sunburn line. Oh. So it looked like somebody just like bukkakeed on me <laughs> oh my God. and left me out just to burn into the sun. <laughs> It was very, very, very awkward. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's, that is a sunburn that you have to explain in great detail. <laughs> yeah, it was very ropey. <laughs> Did not love that. <laughs> so we are at the video message, and we find out that this week is going to be part one of Monsters of Rock. The, like, legacy challenge every season. What okay. everybody looks forward to. Drag Race has Snatch Game. Dragula has Monsters of Rock. Um, however, there's a twist. They are going to do their floor show, and there will be a sudden death extermination before even the group challenge happens, and everybody is fucking gagged. Yeah. I mean, what did y'all think of this when you heard that someone was going to be exterminated before they even got to the band challenge? I was absolutely just very much on board. I... I might be an outlier on this. I don't super love the the band mm. part of it. Uh, like it's just it's not my favorite episode each season and all of the changes that they made with this one having the the sudden death and then we find out later that they're doing live vocals as part of it too. Like that just adds so much to it that I'm like, "Oh, this is this is what it was missing. Oh, yeah. I thought they would have to do something like this because otherwise they would have uneven numbers. <laughs> Wait, is it uneven? Yeah, it's well, it it it's it uneven until they got rid of eight mm-hmm. after oh. this episode. Yeah, but if they had just so, kept yeah. J.K. exterminated from the get go, then yes, we would have, have had even numbers. That would be so good for my roster right now. Well, I, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm not thrilled with who took a hike today, but um, took a hike. This ain't Camp Juan and Kiki. Oh, sorry, you know I have to relive my trauma every day. But <laughs> don't force your trauma on everybody else. I know my personal problems are also the problem of the public. What else happened in the video message? Was that it? I think that's it. Oh yeah, that's that's everything. I do like that we are going to get to see everybody. Like everybody's floor show gets a moment to shine. Rather yeah. than like yeah. just being overshadowed by the drama and the group performance, because I mm-hmm. am excited from the for the drama of the group performance because it's always the most dramatic episode and it's mm-hmm. always chaotic. And as a little chaos gremlin myself, I always love it. So <laughs> chaos gremlin, I didn't. I, I don't know that I would describe you as that fawn. You don't see me the rest of the hours of the day. Oh, okay. You see me for a short window. You can ask Mark. I'm very chaotic. I'd call it more like roadkill. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> now they ta- spend a lot of time talking about who they would want to work with and who they would not want to work with for the Monsters of Rock challenge. Who would y'all want to and not want to work with from the cast? 
I would gladly work with Throb Zombie, especially since uh, they said you have to make out with them to work on yeah. the other team. So. Um, <laughs> I'd be very brave and, yeah. and take that. That's so um, selfless. But also, yeah, I know. But Throb has also become one of my favorites and also seems to be a reasonable, level-headed person. So I think they would be very easy to work with. I mean, honestly, Neo Hulu seems to seems to be pretty like affable and easygoing. I don't I don't think that she would cause too much drama. Same. I would not want to work with JK because not even just because they're in my opinion kind of bad, but also because <laughs> they I mean, this is, by the way, this is the equivalent of, like, when you're on the couch eating handfuls of Cheetos watching MasterChef, and you're like, I can't believe that they forgot to poach the egg or whatever. Like, I I understand. I could never, like, these people are on a different level from anything I could ever hope to be. But, like, as a, as a viewer, like, I, I think that... I think that JK's performance has been well, not not performance. The drag has been not on the level of the others. But anyway, no, I I, yeah. I felt similarly. But I do think that with this particular challenge, it's one that's kind of designed for them. You know, yeah, like that more yeah. performance focus. So, but I debate like. Well, so are we asking like? Are we, are you asking me like? Who would you want they, to work with? Would I want to work with them, or would I like want to be on their team? Because like I think JK would be really difficult to work with, but really shines mm. in the performance. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both because oh, I probably yeah. wouldn't want to work with JK either. But oh, I would. Be, I fully would. But my reason is I think that they could. Uh, I think they would. They're so good. They might upstage me. You yeah, know? but if Whereas you're I feel a, I could hold my own with other people. Yeah, but if you are on a team with people that you think will do well, then your team can win. Yeah, that's true. I'd rather not be on, on the losing team because last year the losing team, the entire team was up for extermination. But you know when like when you're on you're in like a group thing with somebody and they're doing just the most and they will not reel it in and it kind of just ruins yeah. it for everyone. Like I feel like I, I would rather be with someone who is gonna give everyone their moment to shine. I don't know if JK's gonna do that, but I JK might. Y'all give everybody's giving JK I, a hard time. <laughs> I personally would say JK, Throb, and Cynthia would be who I would want on my team. Mm. I, okay, so it's not fair for me because I'm incredibly averse to confrontation. So I would want all of the incredibly kind of boring sorts of queen so so anna would be like yeah. my my ride or die i'd be like oh we're together forever uh because we'll we'll collaborate so mediocrely and and i won't be upset ever so uh so i'd like that um in that same vein i feel like jarvis is just like totally kind mm -hmm. and let's go with throb zombie for not just horny reasons but also mm -hmm. because very kind okay yeah. i am hearing a lot of people say that they love throb like and like it makes as in that they are a heart throb you know it, Th they're mm -hmm. giving them a major throb on it's <laughs> oh <my laughs> that <God>. is true <laughs> which i'd love honestly and i've kind of felt the same especially in the hotel um floor yes. show like that, that they were hot oh my god yeah i i think for me the number one person i would want to work with is fantasia i feel yes. yeah. i think that she gets like what the like a group leader 
kind of vibe needs to be, you know, like I think she understands that team aspect of it. I, I just based yeah. on her background, I see her doing well. So I think she would be good to be on your team. However, I fear I would butt heads with her. Mm. Okay. Or butt boobs. I'm predisposed <laughs> to hate any woman with bigger boobs than me. Um, <laughs> So, we, yes. because it makes me feel a special. By the way, Flap, I hate you. <gasps> <laughs> well, only really, part but... time because they're only yeah. on for only a third of my number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but yeah, um, but I actually, I've I've heard, I've been listening to your show, and I've, I, I would agree that she's had some missteps, but I've been, I think I've been seeing generally an upward trajectory from her. Same. I can agree yeah. with that for sure. So into they get into making the looks um, and, you know, we, I don't want to ruin that for what we actually see on the floor show, but there were some interesting conversations that happened at this point as well. Um, Blackberry and Fantasia went into the cauldron to talk about Fantasia's background and her story with her experience being incarcerated, um, having to live under other people's roofs, experiencing that homelessness. Um, and I was just really glad to get to, I hate that that happened to her, but I was glad to get to hear this conversation because I, I think it's just, it's rare that we get a conversation like this. And I feel like a big theme of this season is looking like trans joy and trans yeah. um, excellence yeah. with what we got to see last week with Neo and Satana and um, Fantasia all chatting. What did y'all think about this convo conversation? I think this was something that is very much needed because while things are better than what they were when Fantasia was younger, like things are better now. However, they're also still regressing a little bit, but it's still overall a lot safer. But mm. also we need these trans stories. We need these black queer stories, these black trans stories put out into the world because there's not many platforms for them. And it's just, it was very like, it was not necessarily a great story. However, it was a great success story like it's great to see her thriving now um but it's also yeah. just great to hear these stories from black trans women absolutely yeah, definitely it's not an uncommon story unfortunately right mm -hmm. even though you don't hear it much it happens to a lot of people so yeah. i think that one of the parts of it that people may not realize if they're not thinking about it is the fact that for the most part, if if you're arrested, they're not going to take into consideration what your what your identity is, mm -hmm. if they can have any reason to put you into gen pop with with a group that would make you feel so much worse. Yep. Absolutely. And I mean I know it was probably several um surgeries <laughs> ago, but I, you can imagine what it would be like to be thrown into like like what a target it would make her to be thrown in with men like looking as feminine as she does and everything yeah ab absolutely no i i was thinking the exact same thing like what a scary situation that must have been um to go into that and especially for the that that being the consequence of a check bouncing yeah. because she needed food like that's what i was about to say like the fact that this is all about uh, for just like needing food is really yeah that shows where yep. the American government is failing. Yeah. So I mean, it's that it's lame Miz level shit. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, then we move on to getting to see folks put on their makeup. And Cynthia is doing the kind thing that people who are afraid of confrontation do and asking people if they had resolved their drama in front of everyone. Um, and no, they had not. So we got a little Jay versus Fantasia spat, a little Anna versus Blackberry. And the one with Anna versus Blackberry was really interesting to me just because... I thought it was camp as fuck. Well, they're both kind of fading in the background, in my opinion. And the fight was about Anna fading into the background. And I was like, I think you both just need to worry about yourself. (laughs) I don't know if Blackberry's (laughs) fading into the background or if Blackberry just doesn't have a lot that is prominent for the story for that episode. Mm. And I don't know that that's necessarily fading into the background so much as it, like, we don't see everything that's filmed there's plenty that gets cut one thing that i did see that i i very much clocked as um as being important to the next bit of the episode i called it Chekhov's mohawk pieces when blackberry was showing off <laughs> oh yes their, uh, their hair pieces i was like there's no way there's not a way in hell knowing how prosthetics work yeah how sweaty heads get well i've seen people do those kind of things before so yeah but it it was the fact of like if i can get them on the like hesitation was what made me be like "Mm, is this foreshadowing it's like they they plan all of these looks ahead of time like before they come to the show right oh they have to yeah i mean yeah they like so like if you haven't practiced that a lot and like you know it's gonna stay on then i don't have the confidence you know yeah i do you know what uh so we have a friend in atlanta who does a lot of that kind of glue shit on her head stuff like saliva do you know yeah. what her what she uses oh to you don't want to know glue? what why she uses super glue super glue oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, no I we have we have people sometimes super glue wigs onto their head for Rocky. Uh-uh. I'm like, it is not that deep, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> Our tickets or... are $12. <laughs> do not do that. They should use something sane like me and uh, use duct tape. <laughs> Just oh, use yeah. like spirit gum, like a sane person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are going to take a break and we'll be back to flop and fawn. Each of the looks for the Monsters of Rock floor show. Hey y'all, this is Twat Wyland from DIY Productions, a proud sponsor of Miss Magic City Comedy Queen. I'm here to tell you about our next big event as we get ready to ring in the new year. 2023 is almost over and we're excited to invite you to the New Year's Eve Drag Night at the Nick. We've got not one, but two shows with a stunning lineup of performers. Make Drag Night at the Nick your last show of 2023 and your first show of 2024. In addition to the sickening performances, we'll have a photo booth, giveaways, drink specials, and a champagne toast to help you start your new year in style. Get your tickets now at tiny.cc slash nye underscore drag night. That's tiny.cc slash nye underscore drag night space is limited so act fast it's never too early for your new year's resolution so make yours drag night at the nick and we are back just in time for the floor show (laughs) 
And in case you're new here to flapping and fawning, we have a very sophisticated system on whether on how we write, whether we like or dislike the looks. If we love the look, it's a fawn. If we hate it, it's a flop. If it's the best, most orgasmic thing that we have ever seen, it's a fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sorry, I sat on a dildo. <laughs> or actually, it's my old white claw cam. Um, so yes, well, we are going to get into it because we have a lot of looks and I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of discussion for these. So let's hit it, toots. We start off with the Boulet brothers. How would y'all describe these looks? They are in a like mini dress. That'd be a mini dress, right? I think. Well, I think one's a mini dress and the other one's a scoochie dress. Cause yeah. Swans goes to like her her hip length, and then Drax goes to her knee because she's tall. But you know what I noticed with this? One hand is manicured, and the other hand has a glove on with no nails, and that would drive me crazy. <laughs> like, I kind of live. <laughs> what? It's practical. <laughs> Yeah, one's yeah. for fisting, the other one's for holding the phone and taking selfies. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's, one's for fisting, they... one for, one's for posing. <laughs> I love when they wear, like, the opposite hand. Like, mm-hmm. they each wear one glove on the opposite hand. Um, but I do, I would have wanted it to be manicured. But Yeah, I know. What's up with that? Um, yeah. And how about their shoes? What do you think of the shoes? Oh, my God. Oh, they're lovely. I... I I absolutely live for it. These are some of the best shoes I have ever seen. Yes. Even the yeah, they were great. Even the eyes of those shoes have contacts in. I need them so bad. <laughs> All right. So, Kelly, Leandra, Fawn, Flapjack. Oh, wait, that's me. Is this a flop or a Fawn? I may be biased because the shoes do it for me and like the whole like burnt look of it all. Burnt. I, it's a fetch for me. A fetch? Yeah. Stop trying to make Oh my fetch god, Fawn. It's not going The to shoes happen. are so fucking good. How do you not fetch those shoes? You're you're just trying to get on the show. I, I How do you not I flopped <laughs> them very last nice. week. Well, last week they looked crazy. Kelly last and Leanne, week they flopped themselves. <laughs> Truly. However, on their pod However, on their podcast they said just because we didn't like it doesn't mean y'all are allowed to not like it. Well, <laughs> Oh shit! And then on their podcast, they like made fun of people making comments, and they used very specific Southern accents. Yeah. And we're wondering if it's about us, because they oh also like God. some of the things they said were things that we said on the podcast. Mm-hmm. There's oh no God, way it was us, but there is a possibility. <laughs> There's always a if chance. If you're listening, Drac, you're my favorite. I mean, <laughs> Drac, of, co- of course, I assume they're diehard Rocky Horror Minute listeners. Of so, course. But. Well, d- d- would y'all flop or fawn this look? It's a fawn for me. Okay, so I I think that together they're a fawn. Okay. But I, I don't necessarily... Uh, love the different hair choices mm. um i like drax hair more it's more of a victory victory role moment instead of kind of like tease to jesus <laughs> which yeah. televangelist it's, it's not my favorite for satan yes well for me like Sw- swan's hair is a little more like punk rock like swan's look yeah. is just a little more punk and a little more edgy whereas like drax is a little more glamour heavy they're both very glamour but like mm-hmm. Swans to me gives a little more like punk, and Swan has always given me the more like punty one. Mm-hmm. I think I, for- I can agree with that. 
So I think for me, it is going to be a flop. Similar reasons as Leandra. I don't know. It's just like, I, there's been some that are like really, this is one of those ones that's really top heavy to me. You know, like I don't mind a top like heavy look when they're going to be sitting behind a judge's panel. Well, what do you expect? Do you well, want them to come out in a full ball gown just to take it off to sit behind a judge's panel? That is not yes, practical I'd to sit in. I, I would be absolutely fine with that. They're not sitting behind the judge's <laughs> panel with some sweatpants on like RuPaul. Leandra. I was about to say RuPaul does that every week, so <laughs> right. he's very open about it. Leandra, did you say flop or fawn? Uh, I, I said flop. Flop, I can't flop. believe y'all are flopping those shoes. Fawn, you'll just fetch anything. The, 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 I will not. The shoes fetch absolutely. Yeah, but fetch shoes do not make a subpar outfit fetch or fawn. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I like the outfit, but the shoes took it over the top <laughs> for me. So now, first for the metal, I forgot what this is called already. But for this goddamn floor show, we have Anaphylactic with this green hair, geometric rock and roll look. No, she was on Canada's Drag Race. Anaphylactic, geometric. Oh, ge- oh God. Okay, you know I can keep <laughs> up with them all. Um, yeah. How would? Oh, I liked the whip. I I, I think that she really had the fire under her ass. After last week, I don't think she could walk in them shoes though. But I, I felt like she was yeah. presenting herself so well, like with the whip, like oh yeah, like she was not messing. This around. is my favorite Anna so far. Same. Yeah, for sure. The performance was there this week, and she had an eye patch. I wonder if she got coming awry. It looks like the eye patch was supposed <laughs> to have like a middle finger or something on it. I couldn't tell. It looked like it was stoned to look like something. I think it's stoned to look like an eye. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. It's not like the best thing I've ever seen, but it's my favorite anal look so far. And that's why I give it a fawn. I will give it a fawn as well. It's a fawn for me as well. I did feel like it was a little like, I felt like the, like the leather panels needed something. I don't know if other people Mm. felt that way. It did feel a little flat, if that makes sense. Yeah, it did. the lapels don't look finished enough for me. Yes, but I'll I'll give it a pass. No, no. I mean, I thought it was my favorite Anna look so far, and yeah. I'm I want Anna to do better because I really like her. So Same. I was happy to see her doing better. Uh, but those I'm just nitpicking. One thing that's not in the visual that I sent y'all is I think when she turned around, it was all held together with safety pins. Oh, that was really cool. And I, I thought that was a really that. cool detail. Um, yeah, the back was gorgeous. Something about her contour I really liked as well. Mm-hmm. Contour, but I barely know her. Next <laughs> up, we had Blackberry with Cheskov's or whoever uh, with the mohawk. Thoughts? <laughs> I'll start this one out. Big old flop. I love everything from the neck down, but if you're going to tell me that there's going to be something on your head and you show up with a with a bald ass head, it's just it's, gonna, <laughs> it's not even contoured that well. No, I know. But yeah. It's not complete. Wow. My question about the contour is if she was going to do a mohawk, that would be in the middle of her head. Yes. I yeah, wonder yeah. if the contour was because she wasn't able to do the mohawk. Well, yes, but uh, okay. Or if she was going to do her whole head purple because of the purple thing. So it wasn't just like random 
purple spikes sticking out of her head. Mm. I don't know the logic. Maybe. I mean, but she yeah, didn't well, need them. This makeup look implies that her hair is purple, so it would make sense for the like short hair part of the mohawk to be purple. But yeah. oh, the back of the head's white. No, I know. I, I'm not saying I understand it. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> As I don't. I would have brought like a pussycat wig, just in case the spikes didn't work. That's Fawn's favorite thing. Just in the bag, um, just in case. I always carry an extra pussycat or two around, like a professional. <laughs> um. I would have loved a pussycat wig or the whole head bald with no purple contouring. Um, but I mean, I still like the look. One thing that I that I found interesting was that um, I think Swan said that she had this G, uh, this extreme thong look designed mm-hmm. for her. And I just think that is so freaking funny that she was just like, I just need a huge thong. And someone had to make that for her um yeah (laughs) i really appreciated them calling attention to that uh as a fellow big bitch it it's not it's not something like costume pieces generally we can't just go to Mm. the sex shop or whatever get something off the rack like you gotta figure it out um so i appreciate it and i i do like uh appreciate that aspect of it i mean i i thought in general she she rolled with the punches, but at the on the other hand, it is true that she should have she should have made sure that stuff was going to stick since she had time to figure it out at home. You know, I will even throw this out there. Um, even if it uh, even with the mohawk, if that had been there, I'm still looking at these epaulets, the shoulders, and it's giving Bowser instead of yes. punk rock for me. I don't know. I would have loved it with the mohawk still. I like it mm-hmm. as it is. I like it. Yeah. I, there are things that I would change, but I still overall like this. It's like if she fell off the stage, she's a giant yard dart. So she would just like have her <laughs> legs like flying around in the air. Um, I don't love how top heavy that is. So it's going to be a flop for You and top heavy me. this episode. It's a fawn for me. Uh, it's a fawn for me. Slay. All right. Well done, Blackberry. You got a perfect, I don't know, evened out, whatever. It doesn't matter. Neo Huru X. Hello. Um, in this outfit, she was wearing, it's like a leather, pleather, maybe platypus leather. Um, like a leather jacket, but turned into a kimono. Kimono, that's the word I was looking for. The like, I love anytime somebody does like a deconstructed jacket into like a dress type moment. So this, Mm. like taking the leather jacket, which is so rock and turning it into like something so cultural, like the kimono for her. Beautiful. I... I mean, I loved the campiness. I'm the campy bitch. I loved the campiness of that katana turned microphone. Yeah. I was, to be honest, I was nervous for my girl Neo at first. I was like, I don't know. I don't really like this look. Um, until she pulled out that katana, it had the blood on it, and then flipped it around and sang into it. I thought, okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, even camp. need that to like the look. Oh, really? And I don't think that's just inherently camp. I think that's also punk. Okay. I think it can mm-hmm. be camp. It's all in the delivery. Fair. Mm-hmm. I read it as camp. I don't. Is, what made me push it over the edge? Is the like only thing that like I don't understand, and this isn't like a positive or a negative, it's just me saying that I don't understand it, is the like the random patches of the white that are missing off the face. Mm, I, I don't understand it. Clearly it looks intentional. But Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it's a It might be a reference that. that I don't get. It's overall it's it's gonna be a fawn for me. Same. Definitely a fun for me. 
I would go Fawn Plus. Almost fetch, but not quite. Ooh, Fawn <laughs> Plus. <laughs> Next up, we had Jar Jar Vise in this yeah. David Bowie-inspired look. Thoughts? I, oh. I, this hair reminds me a lot of Dorian Electra's current hairstyles. Just like blue instead of the yellow that Dorian currently has. This look... It's a very I get I immediately got the David Bowie look that I was going after. I think a different color hair would have saved this look from bottom yeah. personally. I I completely agree. I think that the thing that he's wearing looks good and could have been cool, but it the color scheme just told everybody Dr. Seuss. <laughs> and there wasn't <laughs> and there wasn't even any kind of like dimension to the hair. It was just blue hair. Yeah. Very, like, literal thing, one thing, two color hair. Yeah. I think that this is the best we've seen of Jarvis, and mm. I want to say this is this is wonderful, this is delightful, but it really isn't. Mm. This is going out of their comfort zone, and I wish that that had been successful for, for Jarvis. You didn't like Jarvis's ghost look? I know the performance Ooh, kind oh. of fell flat, but I actually thought the look looked good. It was fine. But, but yeah, and the performance in this one was confusing to me too when he was doing that like stomping run. I was like, I don't know if you've seen yeah. punk yeah. <laughs> shows. Well, this is, I got super excited because I love David Bowie. Mm, and same. I, the, when when it was first brought up, that David Bowie was going to be kind of the inspo. I got very, very excited and I see it, but I feel like it wasn't executed well enough to, to make them go forward. Yeah. I I'm, I'm kind of there. I wonder if he chose blue hair because his character is often blue and he was still trying to tie in the Jarvis signature color palette to this look um, maybe that makes sense yeah but he shouldn't have done the red yeah they're, they're, what, what we call this a suit like Object. a jumpsuit romper yeah like a jumper a red thing it's so immaculately like the whole like the outfit itself is immaculately mm-hmm. constructed and oh, yeah. honestly like one of my favorite like individual pieces today like it's just the styling is what takes me out. Because yeah. the outfit is great. I, it's the styling I the that I don't. Out of that. Yeah, same. I think I think I'm gonna give it a light fawn. Cause I do I also love David Bowie and I was excited when I heard that that was what the inspiration was gonna be. Um and I, re- I really didn't have a problem with it until I saw it lined up against the other ones. And I was like, oh, this really isn't quite fitting. So for that reason it's it's gonna be a light fawn. I agree. A fawn minus. A fawn minus. <laughs> yes. Was that your rating, Leandra? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with a fawn minus. A fawn minus. <laughs> it's a flop for me. Ooh, ah, a triple flop or a triple fawn Sadly. minus and a flop. Sorry, Jarvis. Okay, but I have to say, well, I guess we'll get there. Never mind. Okay. Next up, we have Fantasia Royale Gaga. Thoughts? I, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Fetch. Stop yeah, it was trying amazing. to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Same. 
It was very Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. Very yes. Tina Turner. Like this, honestly, it reminded me of not look wise exactly reminding me, but like it sent, took me back to season two, Monsters of Rock with Bitch being like high. What'd you call me? Glam for <laughs> like, it gave me that kind of energy. Yes. So absolutely. I fully understand why spoiler she won the challenge. Yeah. So yeah. I, it was like every detail was accounted for. The makeup was incredible. The hair was great. She had a little wig this flip so uh, thing with all the, I mean, everything was so cool. And also like, I thought that she was going to struggle with the performance on this challenge, but she did not. Mm. She was great. So. Yeah. This well, she said, she can do anything. <laughs> she can do it yeah, all, Kelly. She can do it. God. I will say, as much, as annoying as I generally have been finding JK, I was kind of on their side with that one because then they're like, well, because they were like, she's like, it's not, what was it? It was like, it's not in my repertoire or something. She said, it's not in my arena. Arena, yeah. yes. It's not in my arena. We're at the Super Bowl. It's not they my were, usual like, arena. I didn't say arena. <laughs> Y'all, this was amazing to me. I was over the moon when she walked out in this. I was like, winner. And then when she did the wig reveal, at first, she put her hand on that wig and I said, you better keep that fucking hair on your head. It looks so goddamn good. Do not take that off. I did the same thing. And then the reveal was amazing. Ugh. So yes. Yes. I'm going to hit the fetch oh, button again. Oh my God. Stop trying to make the fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Work, Fantasia. (laughs) And next up, we have... JK giving you like a little punk emo scene girl. We've all been there. We've been her. Rar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am I am really, really disappointed by how she got in her time machine and stole this outfit from my <laughs> closet when I was in high school. Very rude. I actually really liked the concept. The concept's fantastic. The execution. Yeah, I I don't understand the green face. Why is this Grinch? <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> I don't mind that it. Is, and that is not. And I there is so it. much ridiculous over the top scene makeup that you could have done. I like mm. it from the neck up, personally. Oh, I actually okay. I like it from the wrists down because I love. Oh, the, the sleeves are great. The sleeves. The sleeves are great. I just yes. wish that they had done. I, I wish that they had come out with the sleeves so fucking long that you couldn't even see the end of them. Ever, you know, ever. Like, <laughs> it would have been so cool if they had walked down the aisle or whatever, and then like spun around and they were tied up in the. Flapjack just wants on. Um, uh, why we'll get on with why it? Why did box. I just forget <laughs> how to speak? An impractical drag. I do. That's that's my yes. favorite kind. Oh, for sure. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I I think it's gonna be a flop for me. Yeah, especially. Yeah. Yeah, just it, it it was a little underwhelming. Concept was great. Concept Execution was not great. A uh, flop for me. This was borderline for me until until JK did the like woo face sort of thing <laughs> with yeah. fingers. Then it was like flop times a million. I hate Aww, that. I thought that was funny, but no. Mega flop with the fingers. Aw. sorry, JK. Yeah. And next up, we have Demon Daddy Orc Gothic coming out as like the bat that Ozzy bit the head off of, basically just resurrected <laughs> and demonized and crystallized and 
Now he's a Glamazon bitch ready for the runway. <laughs> um, hey, if you see something that is ugly and you want to spruce it up, what do you do? Put a bird on it. So he had these huge wings and that, I, I, I thought the whole silhouette of this was amazing. I really, really, really loved this orgotic look. I, I There's times that- Put like, a bird on put it. Put a bird on it. Yeah, that's how you spruce it up. Make it pretty. Um, I'm going to start putting a bird on you and drag. You better. I'd be mad if you didn't. A live one. I mean, they keep getting mad at me when I go to PetSmart's, PetSmart <laughs> because all the gerbils go missing. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, orgotic. Uh I liked this. I thought that, you know, I've had some issues in the past with things not being like me, not being on the same journey as orgotic, like not understanding what the story is to the look, but this, I really understood. I could see this being on the album cover of like a metal album. And like the peeling off of the like, um, wings was so cool. Yes. Yeah. It was uh, honestly, it was a fetch for me. Same. Same. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Oh. Oh, do you feel differently? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so I, I wanted to love this. You have no idea how much I wanted to love this. But then something popped into my head, just a visual oh, that no. made me just completely lose my shit. And that is, this is giving darkness from legend in a gimp suit. I think this is a personal problem that you have. <laughs> I am comfortable with that. It's the Tim Curry character from Legend. Oh oh my God. I can't, I have not seen that movie, unfortunately. I know I'm the worst. But yes, I see that. I see what you mean. I'm tired. As soon as I saw that, I was like, shit. Yeah, it it definitely is that darkness from Legend in a gimp suit. No, I I think it's amazing. (laughs) I want want to be wrong. I do think the boots are kind of not my favorite, but. Mm. I like how tall they are. Leandra, my question is, if this is darkness from legend in a gimp suit, how much does that turn you on? The gimp suit ruins it for me. Uh, that's it. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. I, I do like the makeup choices, and I I do like the coloring in it, and the peeling off of the, of the wing skin was absolutely disgusting, and I loved that. But not enough for me to fetch it. Mm. I'd still say fawn. Okay. Fawn from Leandra. Well done, Orcotic. It's yeah, it's wild. I don't know. Uh, Orc, it's it's a real roller coaster for me. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I just I hate it. I, I don't know. I love it every time. I'm always one or the other. I am one of the ones that is an orc defender. So, and you look like one. I haven't always gotten their looks, but that one really slayed for me. Well, I think that I'm also feeling some sort of way because earlier on. In the in this episode, Throb Zombie said that she didn't want uh, that he didn't want to work with Orgotic because mm. they're giving off kind of a masculine Masculine. energy. And I didn't I, at first I was like, oh, I don't see that. And then everything that happened after that in this episode made me go, oh, no, well, <laughs> oh no, I can see how you wouldn't want as w- one of the masculine performers wouldn't want to perform with another masculine performer on your team. I could get that. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess, I guess that's fair. I, I, I could totally see that. Um, next up, I'm burning up. It's Cynthia doll. 
with this mm. fire look. And look, I got to say, I felt like she copied this inspiration I've had because anyone who knows me well knows that my feet get hot. And on this, <laughs> she had like flames coming up. Flames, flames, <laughs> flames, flames, flames on the side of my face. But on the side of her boots. And it was like work. I So I really liked this. Um, what did y'all think? You know who I could see wearing this? Me. Trinity the Tuck. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I don't mean that as a read. I feel like people will probably take that as a read. I like Trinity and I like Cynthia. I like them both a lot. And Cynthia honestly looks like pre-op Trinity here in the in the uh, reference photo. I really see it. I think this is great. What did y'all think? I really didn't like it. <gasps> I know. <laughs> I don't well help help me get there. I I just found it really boring. I mean, it is a mm. little drag one two three kind of like yeah basic like if what you think like, of when you think of drag. If she like made it, like if she's the one who made the costume, that that's like incredible like work. But like the end result is just kind of not interesting to me. I guess I'm a sucker for a pointy sleeve. A pointy shoulder and a mo or a mullet. Yeah. I I do see what you mean though, Kelly. I um I think that I, I got really excited because the boots were literally a concept that I was thinking about last uh-huh. week. I think because nobody's uh, ever done flames on boots before. Okay, but I have a reason. I have hot feet. Yeah, and- excuse you. My Chuck <laughs> Taylors in ninth grade had flames on them. So kind yeah. of. Kind of they kind of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kelly, you are my style icon. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've never seen you That's before. That's why you get those breastplates. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but no, I think I think you are right. There is a, an element of this that is a little bit basic drag bitch. Um, so, I still like it though. Yeah, like I like. I it. mean, it's not like it's bad, but I just like I felt like compared to like all of the really creative stuff I was seeing on stage, I was just kind of like, it's flames. To me, me, it felt like she was ready to perform in this outfit. Yeah. Not ready to model in this outfit. Mm. Five, six, seven, eight. That's fair. Um, Okay, so is it a flop or fawn for y'all? It's a flop. But like a flop plus. It's it's well done. I just don't find it interesting. I think that's going to become a permanent mainstay in our catalog. Flop (laughs) plus minus. Or (laughs) fawn minus. Aww. It's a little Leander signature not being able to commit to a, a status. I I think just in time for the holiday season, we've got heat miser drag, and I'm here for it. I call that a fawn. I love. I'm gonna fawn it as well. I think. Okay, honestly, Kelly's critiques make a lot of sense, and they they it actually brought my down my score slightly. It's still gonna be a fawn, but of course, a fawn minus. Okay. But I appreciate the hot foot representation. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, we have Throb Zombie. Now, Kelly and Leandra, I know that this is your heart throb. So can you all describe this look for us? So it's obviously Elvis inspired. He came out with sort of like, uh, it's like a white and green Elvis look complete with a cape and like a really big bouffant and a white guitar. An acoustic guitar, which I thought was interesting. But anyway. Same. Leandra, do you have anything to add? Oh, the there's wonderful detail on the back of this. There's a rhinestone fly on the back. 
and yes. there are bugs oh, just on the lapels and it's not perfectly pristine it's very dingy looking particularly in the crotch which i think is I very loved, delightful yeah i loved the airbrushing in the crotch it was so cool it also yeah. the like cut of the cape too that gave that like kind of like vampiric bat wing kind of vibe to the cape yes. it wasn't just like a smooth line I don't love the wig because mm. particularly in profile, it looks very angular. Yes, it's supposed to be kind of an exaggerated Elvis bouffant sort of deal, but it it's not giving quite the right shape. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I, I it looks if like it... a thumb. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if it would have looked different if they weren't having to hide a prop in it. Yeah, that's fair. That that was that was the part that made me start to rethink. Yeah. At first, I was like, I like this, and then I don't know. The more I I looked at it, I I didn't really feel like it fit the challenge as much as some of the others. Like I know that Elvis yeah. is technically like the he's king the king of rock, of rock. but also like I, I just different we're not rock. we're not doing Hound Dog on Dragula. You know what I mean? Uh, sure, but it yeah. also I think it should have been an electric guitar and Same. I guess the reason but, that it wasn't was because he wanted to smash it. But also if you're doing Elvis, didn't. Elvis didn't have a electric guitar. Well, I know, but I feel like this is like a glam rock version of Elvis. But yeah, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. This is I like agree. demon zombie Elvis to me. And he's decaying yeah. a little bit. So to me, the acoustic made sense. It. Ugh, uh, I keep going back and forth on it because I think it's a cool version of Elvis. Yeah. But I don't this like is, it for the challenge. This is the best drag Elvis that I've ever seen. Oh, for did, sure. Fair. Did anybody here see The Devil's Carnival? It's this um, not a good movie, but it's <laughs> an aesthetically pleasing movie uh, by the same people who did Rebo the Genetic Opera. The and Devil. there's a character that um, called, I think, the Scorpion. And, uh, and he has kind of that same greaser look, but it's very very streamlined and the hair I think is even like kind of a foam crazy town sort of or lazy town rather. Oh, I see. I um, see. Look. Yeah. And that's oh, what it that. reminded me of, but I don't know. I think without the hair I, prop, this would have probably been a fetch for me, but the hair prop takes it down to a fawn. I'm kind yes. of in the same boat. The hair prop was a little silly, but Everything else. I love that he smashed the guitar. I also um, really appreciated incorporating the kung fu moves in. That's a really good <laughs> Elvis reference. The the chest contour, I think, makes mm. it absolutely amazing. And not just because I think that Throb Zombie is beautiful <laughs> in and out of, of Yeah, drag. well, I mean... The makeup artistry in general, I think he's one of the better makeup artists we've seen on the show. Oh, agreed. Yeah. And I think the, the purple fetch, and the contour. Definitely if on. Yes. And I think the purple and the contour really adds another level of dimension to it. Um, and I Absolutely. always love when a makeup aspect can really elevate a look like I feel this has. So I know I had some qualms, but I think I'm ultimately, ultimately going to land on a nice solid fawn. Okay, so that was our episode four floor show. Who had your favorite look and who had your least favorite look? Well, my favorite was definitely Fantasia. Same. Absolutely. Like, I just can't say no to that. I think my favorite would be Orc. 
I think I was going to say orc too, but I am really, I'm really like in between orc and Fantasia. They both just slayed so much. It's just Fantasia's performance was better. And I think their critique about maybe getting boots you can walk in better or move in better was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So we had Fantasia was my favorite. So we had Fantasia and Orc Tide for our favorite look of the episode. What about our least favorite? JK. Same. Same. JK. <laughs> I'm going to say, I, I got to say Jarvis. Oh, okay. Because, That's fair. I mean, yeah. I, like I said, I think a different wig, I would have fawned this. It's just the overall look. And like I like I said, JK had good concept. It's just the execution. Had that been a black wig on Jarvis, I would have fetched it. That's fair. Me too. Yeah. Or even like piss yellow. That could have been fun. <laughs> yeah. Literally Dorian's hair currently. If you're if you're aware of Dorian Electra, I'm mm-hmm. obsessed. That's very much the style of hair that they have currently. Um, yeah. JK was my least favorite. Yeah, JK is my favorite, my least favorite as well. Um, and in honor of Jarvis looking so much like a Dr. Seuss character, in any moment that I'm awake, I just wish I could take a break. Okay, we're back and we're ready to talk about some judgmental bitches. I'm the judgmental bitch. <laughs> Just like the boulets. Oh, by the way, we didn't talk about it, but I loved their little gag where they like introduced each other as judges. Oh, I was like laughing my ass off. Yeah. Anyway. Did y'all like, okay, actually though, I'm glad you brought this up. Did y'all like that they didn't have guest judges for this portion or did did it seem off? I know you guys listened to their podcast. Was this a choice? I assumed it was not a choice. Oh, it was. It was a choice for it being a um sudden death extermination mm. type dealio they were like we don't want outside influences on this we want just us that way we can see how the show's gonna go and like we're not swayed by outside influences we just want this to be a little more personal that makes sense especially like with that. the sudden death elimination yeah yeah i could totally see that too um well, we get into the judgment and we find out like so first of all, this is all announced in a very different way than Dragula judgment is typically shared. Um, they started by oh gosh, I didn't even go in the order, but basically the tops turned out to be Fantasia, Orgotic, and Neohuru X. Safe was Cynthia Dahl, Throb Zombie, Anaphylactic, and Blackberry. And the final three remaining on the stage, or I'm sorry, the final three remaining on the stage included Blackberry and also was JK and Jarvis Hammer who turned out to be our bottom two. Um, I like that everybody uh, critiques. Yes. I am always like desperate to hear their feedback on everybody. So I like when we get down to enough people that we get to hear everybody's critiques. Right. I get why we don't whenever it's the full cast, because that's just Mm -hmm. so much time. Um, But I always enjoy when we are at these points, like you said, where we can get the whole cast critiques. So based on our, the way we did the fawns and flops, it sounded like we were pretty much in agreement with the boulets on the placements. Did y'all disagree with anyone? No. I thought that it was absolutely in line with what I was thinking. Honestly, yeah. No, I would have potentially put Throb in the top, but I agree that mm. the little guitar prop was a problem. 
Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, and I don't know who I would have bumped. I guess Nia Hooter, but she was great. So I don't know. Yeah. I kind of wonder about like Blackberry not having that mohawk. Um, did, did y'all agree with them not being in the bottom over Jarvis and JK because of that? I mean, to me, that seems like I was kind of shocked that they weren't having to spooky lip sync for your life because that's that seems like a pretty fatal flaw to me. I don't know. It still looked more like uh, it still looked like a look like I could see somebody yeah. doing that like with out hair like I could see that as a bald headed look. Yeah, um, I would have been fine with the look if it had been intended to be bald. Like, that wouldn't have bothered me. I think the mohawk would have been cooler. And again, I keep saying it, but, like, you had time to make sure that was going to work. Like, I don't I don't know why you would come without being 100% sure. But, you know, maybe maybe they weren't sweating <laughs> at home. Maybe yeah. they were in the <laughs> laboratory. I don't know. But Flap, I'm with you, actually. The, the fact that they didn't have that and it's just completely like it I feel like it would have tied everything together and without it it really should have been a bottom a bottom look and so that is fair I also think that from a producer's standpoint we would have gotten more of a payoff because JK and Blackberry had been beefing for all these episodes I also think we would have gotten a better lip sync um had it been those two definitely true but like so you think you think they deserve in the bottom over jarvis i do but i i I know i love jarvis and i did not mind that they looked like a muppet too yeah i i wanted jarvis i I just really didn't like the look i am very biased towards jarvis however if i am looking at jarvis's look and looking at blackberry's look i can get past the the not having the mohawk before i can get past the blue hair well, mm-hmm. and you also have to take performance because I, I, again, I really did not care for Jarvis's performance in this challenge. So yeah. there's that. So we move into the extermination, which we find out is a lip sync for your life. Again, excuse me, it's a lip sync battle, apparently, um, to a rock and roll song. Let me tell you, my <laughs> stomach was in not this like whole like after judgment. What, you took too much X Lax again. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but just as Jarvis was my first pick for this, mm-hmm. and I am huge Jarvis stan. I've seen Jarvis live before ever getting on the show. Like, love Jarvis. So, like, my stomach was in knots going into this. I was like, there's no way Jarvis is going home, right? Well. And then they announced what the extermination was. And I was like. Okay. Now, it sounds like you were pretty scared. Now, like we do for every extermination to determine what the loser of our bet has to do. How would you rank a lip sync battle (laughs) for your life on the scare level out of 10? (laughs) I think that is like the most terrifying thing. A lip sync for your yeah, life? I, I could never lip sync. So I think I'm going to have to give it a 10. A 10? A 10 out of 10 for scare factor. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a fucking zero. <laughs> yeah. It's the least scary thing. Hopeful. I mean, ho- I would hope as, uh, as drag performers, they aren't terrified of lip syncing. Right. But yeah. Um, can somebody explain to me how this worked? Because I know you guys know the behind the scenes stuff. So how was this a surprise lip sync? I don't I assume they already knew the they had already been given the song. I assume that of much. Course. However, a lot of times on these shows and stuff like that, 
you get a minute before finding out that it's you have to lip sync. Whereas, like, to, like the learn bu- your words and stuff on the podcast, the Boulay said, "We don't want to give them that time. We want yeah. to. They find out that they have to lip sync. They find out that they're the ones lip syncing, and then we cut straight to it. No cutting the cameras. None of that. We're going straight to it. So, like, they were clearly like obvious, and this would have to be the case. They were given the song and told to prepare it as a lip sync." Were they not told that it was going to be for this challenge or were they they just said like, that's the part I'm confused about. Cause like they both had clearly learned the song in order to lip sync it. Yeah. So I, and honestly they both had it down enough that I think they must've known it was a possibility for this challenge. I, I bet that they said something to the extent of like, here's a, here's a little iPod nano you know, yeah. and, and you need to know the songs on it. probably included at the devil's ball from last yeah. episode. And also mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention the song for this week was worldwide torture by Jasmine Bean. I had never heard this song in my life. I would have been up a Creek. Yeah. The only Jasmine yeah. Bean song that I know personally is puppy pound. So like, that's yeah. the only one that I would have been <laughs> familiar with. Like I would have been out of my, like I would have had to like be learning these lyrics. Mm-hmm. And when I'm having to learn the lyrics, like hardcore like that, my performance suffers. Like if I don't have the, I have to have the lyrics like second nature to where I'm not yes. thinking about the lyrics. And this was kind of wordy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. No, that I, and I like, it's possible that they told them like, just learn these songs for the show. But I think right. with the level of how well they both seemed to have the words and everything down, I think, Maybe I'm just different. I wouldn't have it like that unless I was preparing it like for that night. And I, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if I just knew at some point this would come up, but I didn't think it was that night, that wouldn't have been my priority. And I wouldn't have been even practicing it yet. um, Besides maybe listening to it. I don't know. Exactly. Oh, I would have started listening to all the music that they gave me when, as soon as I get it, mm -hmm. that's just my paranoia. That's, I mean, that's a good idea. It, uh, Dragula lip sync music is always kind of. I would. Yeah. This is where I would super struggle. You know, like I feel like there's some things that I could do, but also I just, I don't like most of the music that they choose. I think you could have done devil's ball really well. Probably. I've had the devil's ball. I've already heard devil's ball. It's a song (laughs) that I like. Oh wait, really? Devil's ball is, I I don't dislike devil's ball. That, That one, the difference is that one's so old that, the rights wouldn't have cost money anyway, but like they apparently they want to, to remix it, but they weren't yeah. able to get it done in time for the show. Oh, that would have been great. I would have loved to hear it. Did y'all have any highlights from this lip sync that stood out to you? JK was just um, fantastic the whole time. JK was amazing. The whole thing felt like a low light because I was watching Jarvis perish before my eyes. Yeah. I felt like, but uh, but JK really was turning it. They're a great performer. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, the moment when I wish I could do the thing that JK did where they like slammed their knees into the ground from backwards and then like landed, mm-hmm. you know, and like looked at the boules. That was yeah. very hot. To I'm me. too tall for that shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't have good I enough health insurance. Days. I've got health insurance, but not good enough to, for me to be throwing myself around like that. The the other thing that stood out to me was 
just when they had the interaction going on, like it it was just shocking to me how short Jarvis was. Uh, did did y'all notice that? It yeah. was just like you look so tiny. I noticed that too. Yeah, I was like, I mean, it makes sense, of course, because he's a king and J.K. was a queen and heels on top of that and everything. Yeah. But I, yeah, it, it, yeah, I was like, what what could you do to make that look bigger? So. Unfortunately, Jarvis spooky sashays away and we get into our extermination. Uh, or no, we, we find out about the Battle of the Bands team assignments. We find out that Fantasia gets to be a team captain and lead singer because she won. And on her team, she will have Neohuru X, Anaphylactic, Blackberry. And then also on the other team, we have Team Orgotic. There was no explanation given for why he was chosen, but it was probably to just continue chaos. Uh, oh, probably because he was the other top, right? He was the other top. That and I think sense. he was a higher place than Neo, personally. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. Um, and on his team, he will have Cynthia Dahl, Throb Zombie, and JK. Who do y'all think is going to win? I don't know, because this is so drama-filled teams. Like These teams are picked mm-hmm. for the drama. So it can go any way. I think I think it's Team Fantasia together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. If they can, if they can all just stop being assholes for just like three minutes, I think that Team Fantasia's got it. See, I was I gonna say know. I think I think Team Orgotic has the most uh, the higher concentration of like performance skills, performance talent, but they are like they are going to be fighting like cats. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know. Yeah, there's I'm no with way you, that Kelly. they can get their shit together. They've got the most, they've got the highest, like, caliber of what we've seen so far. Like, Throb and Jay both have been, like, some of the most standout performance that we've seen. Yeah. But can they all get along? Yeah. I guess we'll find <laughs> no. out next week. No, we've already established they cannot. But, <laughs> um, but I mean... Yeah. In a team, I know what you mean. We've seen Throb and JK get along. We've seen now Throb and Cynthia get along. Not Throb. JK JK and and Cynthia. Cynthia. Mm -hmm. So the real problem is going to be whether JK and Orc can get along. Because if they can squash their shit and work together, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I forgot. I momentarily forgot JK and Cynthia had their little burying the hatchet trauma dump moment. Uh, But yeah, I... JK I'm low-key rooting for JK this season, and that's not even on my <laughs> roster. I should have traded you Jarvis w- before. Nope, not Shit. now. Now, Jarvis has been murdered, and I have to say that he had probably had the coolest killing of all Dragula time and for it to fit his character so well. Yeah. And what something that shocked me on their podcast, again, we're back to being a recap podcast, a recap podcast, but they said that this was the, uh, the original plan for how they were going to kill the person who died in this episode or was exterminated in this episode. So for the cards just to happen to play out that way for it to be Jarvis, I think right. it's fate. And I think we're absolutely going to see him again on Titans and he's probably going to win. I hope so. On Titans. Hell. I really hope so. With the way this season's going, we may see him back this season. I would not put it past the Boulets to have a bring back episode with how many change ups they've done this season. That's fair. It'll keep everybody on their toes. And I would love to be Jarvis. Jarvis. Not Satana. (laughs) 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 Who? She. Wait, who again? Santana. (laughs) I've heard his what, song. Why is she on Glee? <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us back to our fantasy fag roster. 
Fawn now has we're tied four and four. Fawn has Blackberry, Anaphylactic, Throb Zombie with one win, and Orgotic. I have Fantasia, Royal Gaga with one win, JK with one win, Neo Huru X with one win, and Cynthia Daw. And I know the wins don't matter, but it's really nice that three of my four have wins. So And we both slam. lost our first picks. I know. What's up with that? <sighs> All right, that brings us to our flop of the week. It's our favorite segment each and every week, and all four of us will get the chance to go on a 60-second uninterrupted rant about something in this world that deserves to be flopped. Fawn, have you got anything in mind? Sure. Oh, okay. I, like, had this. I Sometimes I'm, like, going about life, and I'm like, this is really petty. This makes a good flop of the week. So I, like, wrote one down. Oh, yeah. If you see me out in the world just typing on my phone, I'm probably writing down something that you did to piss me off so I could talk about it on my podcast. <laughs> All right. Fawn, your, uh, your timer starts now. My flop of the week is couples Facebook accounts. Disgusting! Why the fuck do you two people have to share one account when you're individuals? Is it because one of you cheated? Because usually that's what it means. Exactly. What does it mean? Somebody has trust issues. Somebody probably fucked around something. Like, why can why can you not have your own Facebook account? Why do you need to have a couple's Facebook account? If you don't trust the other person not seconds. to have a Facebook account on their own, just don't let them have a Facebook account. Or gay rights. Or just like gay rights, gay rights for divorce because leave that bitch <laughs> if you don't trust them like that. Like, oh my god, why do you have to have a joint account? Excuse it's a fucking problem. I don't like it. Why? Ten seconds. Why do you need it? It's unnecessary. To me, it just gives all kinds of red flags. And I'm like, I probably will not vibe with you as a person if you've got this. There's probably some problems here with your relationship that you need to go see a therapist. That's my opinion! That is my opinion. And that's why couples' Facebook accounts are Fawn's flop of the week. I just hate it. It gives me the ick. Oh, yeah. It's always a harbinger of divorce. <laughs> and it's like it's not like those like cute little tiktok accounts where they're like doing cute things together it's just literally two people sharing a facebook account and i'm like i love when they use the letter n as the middle initial to indicate and you know or sometimes it's just their first two names slam together with no space <laughs> like there's like like josh matt or something like that together and the matt is still like capitalized but there's no space in between it and it's just like what the fuck? Yeah, that name is not on the birth certificate, baby. Leander and I know a couple that does this, and they will always like sign their posts like John or whatever <laughs> after if they like comment on your post. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, sweetie. Nobody cares about your joint Facebook account. Yeah, that's a lot. We're all judging you. We may not <laughs> say it, but we do think it. I think it's time for my flop of the week. Can you take the timer for me, Fawn? Yes. Now, this is something that I have been stewing about for years. Stew? Stew. Who's Stew? Oh, well, it's my new boyfriend, Stew and Clay. Find us <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a roll. Hit the timer, Bob. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready, Betty. Three, two, one, and go. There is nothing in this world that ruins my Saturday morning quite like a marathon. 
Cue the sniper. Why the hell are we shutting down every single road in downtown Birmingham so that people with no lives can run around? That sounds miserable. Right in front of ourselves? And it makes me miserable because I can't just drive to Starbucks to pick up the mobile order I already did. I... <laughs> A couple weekends ago, I had to walk a full half mile. Yes, I'll say it again. I saw the mile. It was a half. And I had to walk the whole way there for my decaf coffee. 30 seconds. I don't drink, drink decaf. But yes. And also the outfits that they wear for marathons always look stupid. Why? I work full time in drag and I never <laughs> have time to do my chores. Why are you putting a number on any outfit that you do? That is just a way to show that you are just a number Ten and seconds. that you're, the look that you're wearing doesn't actually matter. And the fact that you are going to wear that attire just shows that you're a slob. So quit trying to prove something with that run. And that is why marathons are flapjacks flop of the week. I bet y'all deal with that a lot in D.C. Do they, like, constantly shut down the city for fucking runners? Also in Baltimore. Fucking it runners. Is, it is disgusting, Stan. <laughs> there How was many times called, people like running? There was something called Snallygaster Fest that shut down the city on our Rocky Snally Night recently. Gaster. It was really annoying. I know. We were like, what the fuck? We're all, like, angrily texting each other because we were all going to be late. Snallygaster Fest. Snallygaster? Yeah. But I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one yet. Score. <laughs> okay, Kelly, Leandra, are y'all ready for your flop of the week? Um, yeah, I've been stretching. Am and Kelly can go first because I might change my mind. Okay. Ooh, right. Okay. I've been I I've been waffling this whole time too. But Waffle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're getting delirious. All, right. All right, Kelly, this is your flop of the week. Your time starts in three, two, one, go. So my flop of the week is going to be, it's related to Rocky Horror costuming, and it is related to sequining corsets or other costume pieces. Mm. Now, the Rocky Horror corsets, pretty much all of them have some amount of sequins on them. And if you haven't gotten around to sequining that, that's fine. It took me years. However, when you get around to sequining, why the fuck are you not looking at a referenced photo? So many people <laughs> just put the sequins down at like random places, cover it randomly, do little flowers and stuff. There are photos of this. There are so many photos. Why it's sequining is so fucking annoying. It takes so long. Whether seconds. you're sewing them on or gluing them like me because I'm allergic to sewing. Why would you put yourself through that only to have something that comes out looking subpar and weird? And also, <laughs> while we're on the topic, it's not rhinestones. It's sequins for all of those. You can do rhinestones if you want, but you're wrong. Uh, and that smart. is... Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was Kelly's flop of the week. Okay, but question. I okay. rhinestone my Frank shoes. That's right, right? Oh, no, I'm talking about the corsets. Okay, Slay. And I also, some people rhinestone the corsets instead, and I think that's fine. Some people think it grabs the light better, but it's when people argue with me about whether <laughs> it's sequins or rhinestones. It's sequins. Yeah, I mean, you're you're truly the expert. You you analyze this minute by minute, frame by frame. <laughs> I'm not even close to the expert on costuming either, but I know where to find all the experts and ask them. So that's what I did. Who do you feel is the hardest to, um, like, who, whose costume do you feel is the hardest to recreate from all of the Rocky Horror Picture Show? I, honestly, I'm going to say if you're really making it, I'm going to say Columbia because that's of what that I was wondering. Corset and shit. I think Would you agree, thing. Leandra? Yeah, especially since the the sequin fabric doesn't exist anymore. Mm. You can't get Skipper sequin 
fabric anymore because that's just not something that is easy enough to make for the cost and it's also something that uh, just is out of uh, out of vogue so yeah. uh, so kind of the sparsely zigzaggy skipper row is just not a thing anymore they don't make it yeah, she's the one that if I if I ever in, found myself being cast as Columbia, one, I'd be super excited, but two, I, the, that costume is just real daunting. So many yeah. elements, and you, it's hard to just get pieces that like are like, oh, okay, this will work. You know, it's yeah, you can't really fascinated. go off the rack and get a little sequin rainbow corset. Exactly. All right, I mean, Leandra. just get in a time machine and spend 150 bucks on sequin fabric, and um, <laughs> hell, it'd probably be cheaper back then, yeah. honestly. Oh, no, yeah. it was fifty bucks a yard, and I'm a big girl. Oh, so. <laughs> fifty bucks a yard back then. Wait, yeah, when is yeah. back well, then? What, what do you think back well, then? Yeah, what do you mean? Bitch? But I mean, yeah, like, she's seventy. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, back then <laughs> when they filmed it. Snapper. No, like fifty bucks a yard back then, like when they filmed it. Oh, oh no. no. Um, That's what I mean. I got fifty bucks a yard for this bespoke <laughs> sequin fabric. Uh, Back in like 2010. Oh, I thought you meant like go back in time and buy like the actual fabric, no. like whatever I mean, they like filmed it. Oh, That's yeah, what I thought you too. meant. That would also work if if you have a time machine, like <laughs> right. Yeah, you may as well make a pit stop on your way to killing Hitler. But <laughs> yeah, don't come back without some sequins. Right. That's that's the point of the trip. <laughs> yeah. All right, Leandra, it's time for your flop of the week. Are you ready? Yes. All right. This is Leandra's <laughs> flop of the week. Your time starts now. Okay. So I have not just been in charge of Rocky Cast before. I used to run a Shakespeare company. I do a small amount of just costuming in general, a little itty bitty tiny baby bit of drag um, under the name Topper Bottoms. Mm -hmm. And oh. the thing that pisses me off more than anything is if you are helping somebody get a costume together and they wait until the last minute to go, oh, by the way, um, I don't have this very basic thing that you can get from Walmart. <laughs> I don't have panties. I don't have stockings. 20 seconds. I don't have a wig. Uh, what's a white shirt? You wanted me to wear a white shirt? What about a polka dotted shirt? The only thing that I ask of people if I am helping them out with costumes is talk to me, have some communication about it. And if you don't have that sort of respect for me, if you can't just be like, listen, I know that I have to have this costume together in a week. If you can't tell me at that point, that you're not going to lift a finger, you're not going to get your own damn panties, you're not going to bra, you're not going to get <laughs> shoes, then do not come to me that morning of and go, oh, by the way, who's got this for me? Anybody? Mm -hmm. Anybody? Because I will just smile and swallow my anger <laughs> and just get what you want, but I will hate you for the rest of my life. I swear that that is how I am. And that's and why. I don't know how much more time I have. Oh, no, you're good. And, that's how I feel. And that's <laughs> why people who don't express that they need something very simple for their costume is Leandra's flop of the week. Yeah, that's, that's fucked knows. up. I feel like I had a situation like that recently. I, like, I was thinking about that. I was like, how the fuck do you not have this thing? I think it was probably a panty. I love my drag children, but they have this joke that I taught them not to wear panties, and that... The lie detector test determined that was a lie. I always wear panties. Here's well, the thing. Just don't wear outfits where you need to wear a panty with it. Okay. But Fawn once wore a caftan where you could see their, their legs from the side and so, didn't wear a panty. So. 
It's a choice. I looked hot. It's a choice that Kelly makes all the time. <laughs> I looked hot. Before we get into our phones, though, would do y'all have any final plugs? Where can folks find y'all on social media? Um, listen to Rocky Horror Minute, all that good stuff. You can find us at rockyhorrorminute.com or uh, Instagram at Rocky Horror Minute, Facebook, Rocky Horror Minute, YouTube, Rocky Horror Minute. Uh, Twitter is Rocky Horror Min because oh. Minute didn't fit. Uh, because of uh, what Elon Musk, I'm sure. He's such a minutist. He wanted it to have Minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and yes. if you are a Rocky Horror Minute fan and you wanted a Christmas card from us, just reach out because that's a thing that we're doing. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. We should maybe we yeah. should look into that fawn. Yeah, little Christmas cards. The last time we did a Christmas card, it was a photo shoot that we did in my grandmother's house, and she is like ninety eight percent blind, which is great <laughs> because Kelly's tits just kept popping out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this, this, those pictures cost extra with the tits popped out. All right. Well, that brings us to our fawn of the week. Although we love to complain and it's fun to have a flop of the week. A fawn of the week is a great way for us to wrap things up on a positive note. And I'm going to start with my fawn of the week being I have discovered something new about myself with drag. And that is that I think I really love being a promoter for a pageant like Slay. with Miss Magic City Comedy Queen. I, I mean, kind of my fall of the week goes to the people who have registered. It's just been really wonderful to get to chat with them and for them to ask questions and for me to help them on, on their journey. Like I, I enjoy having this mentorship that can kind of happen, yeah. but also, you know, it's like there's a direction like there's a, we're clearly providing an opportunity for them to really put that into practice. So um, that is my fall of the week. Slay. My fun of the week is going to be real simple. It's the long weekend coming up because Tarky. I am fucking exhausted. And this Who long weekend is going to be so nice. Not having to go to work on Friday, not having to go to work on Thursday, even though I'm going to have to deal with family. It's going to be worth it for the long weekend. <laughs> My fun of the week is the fawn of every week for me and probably Kelly. It's Wellbutrin. It is <laughs> the antidepressant of champions. It is what has made me not just the raging depressed cunt that I used to be. I just tackle the world very, very smoothly without actually having to tackle anything. I just go, damn, that's crazy, and then move on with my life. So thank you, Wellbutrin. Yeah, yes. it's well, Wellbutrin must be like your mental health quarterback. Yeah, it really is. it's it's the official antidepressant of Rocky Horror Minute and of the Sonic <laughs> Transducers. Yeah, the number of bitches on our cast that are like, well, Butrin, I know her. Like, <laughs> it is insane and so good because we all need it. Yeah. <laughs> My fawn of the week is going to be I went on a trip to a travel Rocky show last weekend with Leandra Ooh. and our beloved friend Oscar. And also my boyfriend and also somebody else from our cast. Everybody was wonderful. We had the most amazing time. Specifically, Oscar was such a delight on the trip that he just made the several hours of driving feel like it went by with no time at all. So it's going to be road trips with good friends. I had the best time. So Oscar wasn't a grouch? No, Oscar's <laughs> not a grouch. He is a ridiculously dumb homosexual. Ooh, that's my favorite. Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone once again for listening to another episode of Flapping, Flapping and, and Falling. That was great. We all said it at the same time. Awesome job, y'all. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at Flapping and Fawning Pod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta ta.